Dark blue clouds become lighter. Colors stretch across the tree lines. As the brisk air blows across the rooftops, smoke from the logs rise with ease. There is time in the changing of the colors to breathe. There is dancing as the flames of the candles shine brightly. As the seasons come and go, changes we heed. Father, as the seasons change around us, change me. Welcome to the Color and Chaos Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. My name is Jonah Fair, and I'm coming to you from Macomb, Michigan. If this is your first time jumping into this podcast, welcome. No matter how you are partaking in this, whether it be iHeart, Spotify, Apple, Google, or maybe you're even watching on YouTube, however you're partaking in this, I'm a firm believer that it's not by accident. If you are here and you are curious what Color and Chaos is, I'll go over it real quick for you. Color and chaos is just a cry from my heart that I know I can recognize within me that when I face difficulty, trials, uncomfortability, anything that threatens me at all, I want to do nothing else but run away from those things. It's just something within us, human nature, that we want to run away from that which causes us pain. But the irony in chaos is the same thing that we once wanted to run away from, when we look back in hindsight, we can recognize and see how those are the catalysts for the just immense periods of growth within us as people and also growth when it comes to our relationship with our creator, savior, sustainer. Sometimes we allow the chaoses in our life to hinder us and, and hold us back, but instead of letting it hinder us or hold us back, or instead of us being afraid of the chaoses and running away from them, when we lean into our creator, savior, sustainer through the difficulties of life, we not only grow as a person, but we also grow in our relationship with our creator. And so that's what Color and Chaos is. It's a cry saying that there is color in chaos when instead of trying to force a color or manipulate a color out of the chaos, we instead surrender and lean into the only one that can create a color in the chaos. Every now and then as I do these episodes, I will record an episode, be completely done with it, and know in the back of my mind that uh, something doesn't feel right. And this week, uh, recording this episode, I recorded a complete episode. I literally like sat here for an hour and a half and just forced myself to just speak. And I was stuttering and mumbling over my words and really just, it was just, I was really struggling to get the thoughts that I was having out. And I get done with the episode and and usually when when that happens, I can just edit it and get it all taken care of during editing. But... This episode, I did not feel a piece about. So I sat on it, and as I sat on it, I just completely decided to scrap it and start again. That there was something that I did not communicate, or there was something that the Lord wanted to say that was not said. And so I'm starting all over. So every now and then, I have to record at night because I already wasted all of the day, and I have no day left. And so right now, if you're watching, you can definitely see that we're here at night. I got the candle behind me. It smells really great in here. It smells like pine. 
But anyway, all that to say is that I'm really looking forward to this episode and it would be an honor for me to pray for you no matter what you have going on in your life. I'm a firm believer that when we bring our burdens to the only one who can carry them, that there is strength and beauty that can come from that. There is deliverance. There is healing. There, there is, there is, there's freedom that can come. And when we bring our hearts to the only one that can carry them. And so that's what I want to do real quick. And then we'll jump into today's episode. Again, I am so honored that you're here. So here, let's pray. Lord God, just thank you so much for who you are. Lord, thank you for tonight. Thank you for giving me time, giving me energy to be able to record today's episode. And even though what I originally recorded, <laughs> you put on my heart to scrap and and there could be a frustration there. Lord, I am just so just expectant to what you want it is that you want to show me and that what you want to teach us. So Lord, we please just move me to the side. Lord, I pray for those that are listening or watching this right now. Lord, you know exactly what they're going through. You know what's on their heart, what's on their mind. Lord, you know the emotions that they are carrying. You know the things that are just swirling around within their world right now, Lord. You know the relationships that are bringing just joy, and you also know the relationships that are just bringing burden. And Lord, we bring everything of our lives to you, knowing that you can hold us and hold all of the the fractured pieces of our life together and so lord we bring all of that we are to you lord i pray for vulnerability for me and vulnerability for us lord we please help our walls come down as we respond to you today so lord thank you for this opportunity and we surrender all of this to you and it's in your name we pray and we surrender jesus amen amen in the season of fall i always think about a little prayer that the lord put on my heart about, I guess about three years ago now. It was a year after I moved up here to Michigan. I moved from South Carolina up here to Michigan. And I've talked about it a lot on this podcast, but I felt like the Lord was calling me up here to Michigan. And as I just prayed about it for years, I started to feel more and more peace about it until before I know it, the Lord opened up doors and I've been up here for four years since. But after the first year of being up here, I remember one time I was feeling very extremely homesick. Before moving up here, I lived in a place called Columbia, South Carolina. And I found this place that was near me called Columbiaville, Michigan. And I thought that was really, really cool, very similar names. And I was already kind of feeling homesick. I had the day off and it was around fall. 2017. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go for a little road trip to Columbiaville, Michigan, and just go for a walk and see if there's a park there somewhere where I can just kind of breathe. And I talked about this memory before on episode 64 of this podcast. And on episode 64, I read through a um, kind of a journal entry that I wrote on that walk. And the name of that episode was Breathe. And I find myself every fall from that moment to even now, every fall, I have this little prayer that the Lord put on my heart even back then as I was walking there in Columbiaville, Michigan. And the little prayer is this, Lord, as the seasons change, change me. As the seasons change, change me. Recently, I've been going through this season of just uncomfortability as all of us pretty much have been, but I've talked about it before on this podcast, especially even last week, but I recently fractured my ankle in two places and had a dislocation. I've had surgery, and so right now I'm in the process of healing from that, 
and in the process of teaching my left ankle and pretty much my whole leg at this point, teaching my left ankle how to walk again. As I've been going through these changes of going from, you know, not being able to use my leg to crutches to now trying to get off the crutches, I found myself developing a limp in my left leg. And it's very common, especially when there's some type of healing going on. And I'm reminded each and every day that something happened. I can try to ignore it all that I want. I could try to go through, you know, my night and and wake up in the morning and try, try to tell myself that there's nothing wrong with my ankle. But as soon as I put my ankle down on the floor, I realize that something's wrong and something is different. And as I put that first pressure on my left ankle, I start to feel that pain and I'm reminded that this is the reality of my world right now. The seasons remind me that nothing stays the same. Have you ever realized that nothing stays the same? Even our physical bodies are not staying the same. We are literally growing older by the second. Each second that passes by, we cannot get back. We are changing day by day. The pain in my ankle reminds me that my body is healing, that my body is changing. From once upon a time being able to walk clearly to not being able to really walk at all, to now relearning how to walk. I've been going through a season of change after change after change. From being able to not be off of my crutches as I talked about last week to now walking without my crutches, but now walking with a limp. I am changing, changing, changing. I found myself the other day being able to, for the first time since I have been able to walk a little bit more clearly and walk a little bit more freely, I found myself going to a park for the very first time since my injury back in August. And as I went to this park, I'll show a picture in a little bit if you're watching. As I was walking through this park, I was just so overwhelmed with just with excitement with the fact that I'm able to kind of walk a little bit. Even though there's pain and even though there's a limp, I'm still able to to walk and get out there a little bit more. And, and as I sat out here by a picnic table, I was just observing all the beauty that was around me and the, and the changing of the seasons. And within me, though, I found myself just kind of frustrated over a sense of duality within me. And I just was just having this moment as I'm looking at all the beauty around me, as I'm thinking about the seasons of change around me, I just couldn't help but just think, you know, Lord, (laughs) you know, as these seasons change, change me. But Lord, through these years of me being up here in Michigan, you have done so much. As I sat there observing the changes all around me, I had a moment where I just (sighs) breathed and looked within. This is what I wrote down. The season is changing, but what a beautiful view seeing the changing of colors and feeling the brisk October chill. Forgive me, Lord. I am amazed at what you do through me, and I'm just as easily amazed at how numb I can be to your spirit and how focused I can be on my will above all. There really is a duality within me, and it's mind-boggling in moments like now why in the world I would ever grieve a faithful father such as you. As I was sitting there, I was just thinking about all the ways that there has been changes within me. I was thinking about all the years of all the different things that the Lord has done, all the different times October has found me. And I guess being nostalgic by default, one of the changes within my life is that a previous relationship that I had, someone that I was engaged to, they recently got married. 
And I am so excited. I really am. I'm very excited for her and for who she married. That is awesome. They're both followers of Christ. And, you know, this is my sister and my brother. You know, I am so happy for them. But at the same time, just being honest, there's this eeriness kind of with that feeling of just like, what in the world? You know, like someone that you were so once close to, someone that, you know, you spent like almost all your time with. Now they're married to someone else. You know, now they're, you know, with someone else. There's something that comes with the changing of the seasons that is just so strange. It's so strange. And it's a reminder to me that within us all, especially within me, that there's this longing for consistency. I know within me that there's this longing to be held. There's this longing to be loved. There's this longing to be understood. It's so easy when we're walking with a limp to realize how dependent we are on something outside of ourselves. As I think about changes, I think about what Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 3, verse 16. But whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. For the Lord is the Spirit, and wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like Him as we are changed into His glorious image. Paul's reminding the Corinthian church that, look, as you walk in Jesus, after you have asked Jesus to be Lord of your life and you, you surrender control of your life, you surrender control of your, your, your being to Christ, then as you walk day by day by day by day, the Spirit of God that is within you now is starting to transform you to look less like the world, to look less like the things that are temporary, that are dying or dead but it's starting to make you more reflect more and more the resurrected savior. And he's talking about that. We are grown into his glorious image. We are changed day by day by day. He says this in second Corinthians four, verse five, you see, we don't go around preaching about ourselves. We preach that Jesus is Lord and that we ourselves are your servants for Jesus's sake. For God, who said, let there be light in darkness, has made this light shine in our hearts so we could know the glory of God that is seen in the face of Jesus Christ. Verse 7, we now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile jars of clay containing this great treasure. This makes it clear that our great power is from God, not from ourselves. We are pressed on every side by troubles, yet we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but we are not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Though suffering, our bodies continue to share in the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. Verse 11, yes, we live under constant danger of death because we serve Jesus so that the life of Jesus will be more evident in our dying bodies. So we live in the face of death, but this has resulted in eternal life for you. Verse 13, but we continue to preach because we have the same kind of faith that the psalmist had when he said, I believe in God, so I spoke. That was found in Psalms 116. We know that God who raised the Lord Jesus will also raise us up with Jesus and present us to himself together with you. All of this is for your benefit. And as God's grace reaches more and more people, there will be a great thanksgiving and God will receive more and more glory. This is why we never give up. Though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed day by day by day. Verse 17, for our present troubles are small and won't last very long. 
yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. So we don't look at our troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on the things that cannot be seen. For the things we see now will soon be gone, but the things we cannot see will last forever. So not only is this Spirit making us more and more like Christ and changing us day by day by day, helping us reflect less of ourselves and more of Christ, but is also renewing us day by day by day, despite the fact that we are changing. Each and every one of us, we are changing day by day by day. Sometimes we change for the good, sometimes we change for the bad, but yet at the end of the day, we have a faithful Father that is carrying us through every season of life, encouraging us and inviting us to breathe, knowing that it is not by our own strength that we produce what we desire to see within us. That if you have asked Jesus to be Lord of your life, you can walk into each and every season saying, look, as these seasons change, change me. And even though there's things that go on within our life that we don't necessarily understand and there's people that get removed that we never could have imagined would have been removed. There's relationships that fizzle out and die out that we never could have expected would fizzle and die out. Even though there's things within our physical body that start to bring us pain, we can rest knowing that our God is faithful through each and every changing of the season, that we can breathe knowing that he is faithful, that he is faithful, he is faithful, and that even when we push him away, even when we walk into the changes and we start to resent the changes and we start to resent the seasons that we're in, we start to resent the God who allowed these things to happen in our life that we rather not happen and wish never could have happened. Even though there were those things that happen, when we push him away, we have a faithful father that constantly pursues after us that in the changing of the season, he uses everything around us to help get our hearts back to him. And instead of fixing our gaze on all the things that is changing around us and all the things that, that aren't what they used to be, he says right here, we don't look at the troubles we can see now. Rather yet, we fix our gaze on the things that cannot be seen. For the things we see now will soon be gone, but the things we cannot see will last forever. We have a God who is constantly using everything that we go through, through the chaos, through the triumphs. He's using everything that we go through in order to help our gaze not just be on the here and now, but to be on the only one that is consistent through each and every change and each and every season. Our God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and he is faithful through everything that we go through, whether it makes sense or it doesn't make sense. Each and every day, we are becoming more and more and more reflective of his image. And that happens as we surrender control of our lives and say, Lord, I know that I am changing, that I am growing, that I am dying. But Lord, as I change, change me. Help me reflect more of you and less of who I was. There's such a peace in knowing that we have a God that is faithful to hold on to us through each and every season, through each and every change of our life. Through the highs and the lows, he's committed and he's faithful to his bride. He's faithful and committed to you and to me. I wrote this down in my journal as I was kind of reflecting on this whole idea of seasons and just crying out to God. And I said this, sober my heart where the foxes run wild. 
I know I'm struggling in the changes around me and within me. And I know that I feel like I'm missing out on you and the best that you have for me as I'm focused on all of the things around me that I can't control. Forgive me, Father. I'm in a ditch and I want to get out. Empty my hands. Empty my heart. May there only be you. Reflash in my brain what righteousness and silence looks like. Overwhelm my soul with light till no darkness remains. Lead me in your way everlasting. I was recently talking to my friend, one of my good friends from South Carolina on the phone. And as we were just talking, he was just talking about this whole idea as we were just talking about the changes within us and the things that we were going through and the things that we were struggling with. He just kind of cried out at the very end after we prayed together and we were about to get off the phone. He just exclaimed, he said, you know what, Jonah, we need God. We need God, each and every one of us. And he said this, he said, it takes time for us to realize how much we need him. Like food or water, we're all seeking after this thing. And he went on to say, like, Jonah, think about it. Like every people group that has ever existed on this planet has always done crazy things in order to try to obtain this thing, to try to have this close intimacy with their creator. You know, from whether it be the crazy things of child sacrifices or to feel like they have done something to take away that guilt that they may feel or that unworthiness that they may feel. Every group of people that have ever existed are chasing after a God and we will all do crazy things to try to find him. But yet at the end of the day, we can rest, we can breathe realizing that is not what we can do to earn a closeness to our God to have that intimacy that we crave with our God. But it's literally, all we have to do is breathe and surrender to literally say, Lord, you are the I am and I am not, and I surrender. I ask for you to be the wind within my cells. I ask for you to be the life within me. I recognize, Jesus, that you made a way when there was no way that you died the death that I deserve. You took away my punishment for my sin you paid for that on the cross. That my debt has been paid. My sins have been washed as white as snow. And through all the things that I go through in this life, Lord, you know and you care. And you are calling me closer. You are calling me not just for me to have an idea of who you are, God, but for me to intimately know you, to be known and to know you. As the seasons change around us, Lord, change us. Lord, pierce through the fog of our sin. At the end of the day, there is so much freedom and vulnerability. How crazy is that? It's so much freedom when, when two close friends are vulnerable with each other and they're just honest about what they're going through, what they're dealing with. How much more freedom is there when we're vulnerable with our creator, savior, sustainer saying, look, this is where I'm at. And as these seasons are changing around me, as these things that I'm going through, some things I understand, some things I don't, I'm just going to be vulnerable. And Lord, I'm inviting you. I'm asking you to do a work within me that only you can do. I don't just want to observe the trees that are changing around me. I want to feel a change within me of purity, of righteousness, of long suffering, of forgiveness, of surrender, of sacrifice. I want to feel within me that you are working. I don't want to just know about you. I want to feel you in your fullness, in your power. 
I know that your word says that you are constantly changing me day by day by day. And I want to daily wake up and invite you to do a work within my heart that I on my own may not want. But at the end of the day, Lord, if it brings me closer to you, Lord, it's what I need. I need you, God. I'm dependent on you like water, like food. There's a song that came to my mind as I was just thinking about this whole idea of the changing of the seasons and and how each and every one of us, we long to have a life that goes beyond even our bodies. And the song that I thought about was a song by one of my favorite artists, Jason Gray. And it's a song called Becoming. May we embrace the new season, knowing that, Lord, you embrace us always.
At the end of the day, we can walk through all of the changes of life with a confidence knowing that, Lord, you literally are holding my hand. You are faithful to your beloved, and you love me with a passion and with a zeal that I can never fully ever understand. Heavy heart, may you walk through today knowing that you are not alone. We are in this together. I look forward to talking to you next week. I'll see you later.